0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, March 9th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. LifeWallet CEO and prominent Miami supporter John Ruiz says he plans to sue the NCAA within the next 10 business days. The main gist of it is I'm not a booster. Therefore, the categorization of me as a booster is legally incorrect. There has already been an agreement in place I think the university could petition them back to shorten the probation period. On 3's Pete Nacos reporting, the NCAA did not respond to a request for comment. A law expert told On 3 the case would not fall under defamation but could call for a declaratory judgment, which resolves legal uncertainty between two parties. It is typically sought in the insurance realm. Nacos also reports Ruiz will argue that he is not a Keynes booster because his company struck deals with athletes. Furthermore, if the NCAA views him as a Hurricanes Booster, Ruiz wonders how it would classify him if he approached athletes at Florida, Florida State, Georgia and Alabama with NIL deals. NCAA President Charlie Baker met with U.S. Congresswoman from Massachusetts Lori Trahan yesterday. Trahan stating, my volleyball scholarship allowed me to be the first in my family to graduate from college. Today, I met with Baker in his new role as NCAA president to discuss how we can make college athletics work for those who matter most. Athletes. Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yermark took to the mic ahead of this week's men's basketball tournament and emphasized that getting a media rights deal done early was critical, adding, we live in such an unpredictable world and it was important to have some clarity and stabilize the conference. We're in a very different place than we were three, four months ago. In our new deal, Fox becomes a player in basketball. That just gives us another shot in the arm as it relates to more exposure, more marketing for our members. mark also says the league is focused on expansion and is exploring every possibility but notes any additions must be a good cultural fit first and foremost. Obviously, we look at geography. We want to be a truly national conference from a brand perspective and geographic footprint. I like Gonzaga. Obviously a great program. My focus right now is to see what happens throughout our industry. There's a lot of moving parts. I continue to have conversations with Gonzaga. As the PAC-12's media rights negotiations continue behind closed doors, the Mercury News's John Wilner points out the league's revenue stream through its partnership with data technology firm Tempus Ex Machina, remains intact and should not be ignored as a potential source of cash. To figure out how the agreement might factor into media rights negotiations, Wilner talks with former ESPN EVP for digital and print media John Cosner, who explains this, type of data feed has value to basketball and football operations staffs, as well as conferences, betting companies, TV broadcasters, and in-venue operations. These rights command escalating seven-figure annual sums, helpful but not game-changing, Kosner believes the late national window for the Pac-12 will become increasingly valuable, calling it a key differentiator, especially as more and more states legalize sports betting and move to mobile betting. Overall, Kosner estimates the impact of betting into the near future is a less than 10% factor. The wild card here is in-play betting, which I believe will develop during the second half of this decade. That could be a game-changer for media rights, especially in light of Cable's demise and streaming's ascendancy. For College AD, freshly minted Louisiana Monroe AD John Hartwell's contract is for five years, with a base salary of $150,000 for the first two years. Beginning with the third year, Hartwell's base pay increases to $250,000, and he will also receive $100,000 annually from the ULM Athletic Foundation, which will pay him $50,000 for meeting performance goals additionally he will receive nine thousand dollars in discretionary funds each year to use in the execution of his duties as ad should ulm let hartwell go without cause he would receive the lesser of the remainder of his base salary for the fiscal year or six months of base salary the same structure applies if hartwell leaves for the ad post at another institution add inventory for the ncaa men's basketball tournament is all but sold out According to CBS Sports Sales EVP John Bogash and Warner Brothers Discovery EVP of Advertising Sales John Diamond. According to Sportico's Anthony Kruby, Bogash confirmed that the first two rounds of the tourney have been just about picked clean, while a few units remain in the Sweet 16 telecasts. From there on in, CBS and WBD are effectively out of sale, although accommodations may be made for advertisers who are looking to add a few more units to their existing buys in the Final Four and Championship game. Boggosh also noted a fixed percentage of inventory is being held back as a hedge against having to make clients whole in the event. The ratings don't match the agreed-upon guarantees. It seems this year that anyone can beat anyone, and in terms of who advances it may not be the Blue Bloods. So, depending on what happens with our ratings performance, we have to make sure everyone meets their expectations. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday March 9th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.